This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff. And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live. We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues. And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them. Today we're going to talk about an article in the Huff Post, Christian Schools like Karen Pence's are the real threat to the academic freedom. Mm -hmm. That was the title of the article. And some of the things that we can note about the article is this idea of discrimination. The article is espousing that this Christian school is discriminating against people from being able to enter in and have their education there. The author writes, the school requires moral purity from its staff, meaning they can't be queer, have sex outside marriage, or watch porn, and must respect the unique roles of men and women. And so basically, they're upset that Karen Pence is working at this school that they consider to be opposing to their belief system. So we're going to talk about that today and how we should respond as Christians here in America. Yeah, it's an, an interesting concept because there's there's obviously people frustrated that she's living according to her personal conviction. Mm-hmm. And and what they're longing for is, I want her to live according to my personal conviction, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I get a right to my conviction, but you don't get a right to your conviction. And and so while they're pressing this idea of you're working in a place that discriminates, they're they're using a, a personal discrimination of their own. You you can't live your conviction. You should live my conviction. Is that not a discriminating thought as well? And so there's this, there's this, uh, you know, dual standard that they're creating. You you do it my way. You're not allowed to do it your way because we're allowed to do it our way. You know. Yes. And and so you you just you go, wow. We really under misunderstand uh, the concept of is this discriminatory or not? Like, is she doing something where she's being discriminating against? humans and other people or is a school doing something that's discriminating against people and that's the bigger question of are our christian convictions discriminating when we're talking about discrimination in this context we're referring to the definition that sounds something like this it is a negative term referring to the practice of unfairly treating a person or group of people differently from other people or other groups And this is the sense we will assign to the word that's referring to it within our context. However, is this really discrimination that this school is advocating in the setup or foundation of how they function in their school and what rules they lay out for people who are being educated there or working there I don't think so. Right. Yeah. In, in in fact, this really falls more under the lines of religious freedom. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are schools all over America, and they are living out the faith-based system of the writings of whatever scriptures they are following. Right. Well, th- what does the Bible say? Be holy as I am holy. Right. <laughs> and. 
there are all kinds of things laid out in scripture. In fact, when the rich young ruler asked Jesus, you know, what what must I do to enter the kingdom? He lays out commandments to him. He said to him, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You should honor your your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. He encapsulates all of these commandments that summarize this loving your neighbor as yourself. And when a Christian school, and I work in a Christian school, so right. I can testify to this, when we say that we're coming from the scriptures and we say that marriage is between a man and a woman, it's not because we're advocating that. It's because right. the scriptures and Christ himself is advocating that just as he does the Ten Commandments and showing us how to love our neighbors ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You, that particular school, the school you work for, other other Christian-based organizations, they 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 put together the way that they're going to function based on that undeniable truth, the, tr- the truth of Scripture. And, and, and wouldn't you expect them to, to live that out? In, any business or any organization has a set of standards or principles that they're going to hold to and have the people involved in their business or effort or venture sign on with. You, you work for a company, you're going to follow their personnel policy manual. We're going to work under these kinds of standards, and, and those are those can be discriminatory because they're man-made. We're we're talking about things that are found in Scripture, and so um, the the real the real deal is uh, people don't want don't want to have the the moral standard of the Bible placed over them, and so there there's a desire to get out from underneath that, and you're preventing me from being who I am. Uh, if you hold this standard to me, uh, my my question is always: You want the school to be open to the way you think. Why would you want to go to a school that that doesn't think the way you do? <laughs> go to a different school. <laughs> you know, right. I, you don't need to. You, you you don't need to go to this school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, I, I mean, I, I always kind of come back to that of like, what what is what is your purpose in in this and. Uh, you know, Vice President Pence made made a good statement and argument, just talking about the great history of of cr- Christian uh, education within our, the founding of our country and how important that's been. And and I, that's not the basis of the argument, but I, I think that's a we need to remember that uh, it, it's Christians that advocated education in the first place. Yeah, it was Christians that were pushing for edu- education. Was was founded in our country to forward the Christian cause, but train people uh, in Christian thinking so that we can care for the sick and care for the dying and provide, uh, you know, care for for prisoners and hold people accountable for wrongs and uh, hospitals. And so many things came from the fact that this is how we love people. Uh, and yet it's being turned, oh, no, you're you're hurting people because of your stance. And they're actually standing on something that forwards humanity and human flourishing. You know, it's interesting because there's a Roman writer and he was actually making fun. It's one of the writings that 
attests to some of the descriptions of Christianity during that mm-hmm. time. And he actually is making fun of Christians in the first century church for loving their neighbor, for giving so much to their mm-hmm. community, for taking care of the sick. And it, one of the statements that's made is he says, you know, they're sitting in the jail, you know, praying with them and showing them company and support while they're being persecuted. And he's basically mocking them. Yeah. And we see the same thing. I mean, this writer who is writing this post says, for too many other institutions, faith provides the material to build a defensive wall rather than a strong foundation and he advocates you know there's 27,000 religions or religious schools that are k to 12 and that we basically need to get rid of them because they're advocating this exclusivity but in reality Mm. he he doesn't really know what they're advocating because what they are encouraging is morality. They're encouraging that people love one another, forgive one another, testify that there's a universal truth, but they're against that because darkness hates the light, right? And the truth divides. And what is also intriguing to me is that this person is advocating that that this happens so that good can be forwarded Mm -hmm. and yet what is he grounding that in jp moreland wrote this in love god with all your mind he said the proper grasp of what we are and how we function is foundational to a well-ordered society and a life well-lived and as i was thinking about that and reading through that It's basically stating, listen, if you have an absence of God, there is no accountability to be moral or to be loving or to be respectful. And if they want to be transgender or if they make these choices, a Christian following the truths of Scripture is going to be respectful, is going to be loving. Now, they're going to try to point them to the truth, but they're going to do it with love, with gentleness, with kindness. And there's not going to be a force to change them, which basically is what they're wanting to do to the Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes back to the double standard, and, and you mentioned the idea of religious freedom uh, earlier, and and I think that's the thing, the the desire that the argument that she shouldn't have the choice to teach in this school, she should teach in a school that doesn't have those values. What about the idea of religious freedom? What what law has she broken? Like the the thing that she's doing, the choice that she's making, she has a constitutional right to, to choose that way. The Constitution allows for religious freedom. They can start a school that allows lesbian, transgender teachers and, and encourages transgender lifestyle. They can start a school that does that. There's freedom for them to do that. And we have a freedom to say we think that's harmful to you as a person. Um, and and so they, they have the freedom to say, I don't like what she's doing. Uh, they have that freedom. She has the freedom to choose that. And, and I think they tend to lose sight of the fact that uh, the, the, engage, the engagement of the conversation, I'm thankful for. But I, I, can't, I can't stand for we should rob her of her right to do that. And we should close down all these Christian schools that, that stand for this. No, there's the freedom to do that. And, and then just not only is there freedom to do that, but we know it's right yeah. <laughs> because the scriptures say 
this is the right way and not just because uh, you know Christians are always right because God's word is always true and he's provided his word so that we have what is good and 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 they're missing that yeah and the whole argument that he's making is that he wants to exclude someone while he's saying don't be exclusive don't be exclusive and i think that we have to be a people that understands and sees and draws that out of people one of the things that we have to remember is that when we hear these arguments sometimes they catch us off guard and we want to fall into them and think oh yeah that sounds good that sounds right and so we should just go along with it but when we look at proverbs eighteen seventeen, it says the first to plead his case seems right until another one comes along and examines him. And so we have to be an examining people. And we want to be corrected when we're wrong, but we want to make sure that we're adhering to the scriptures. And so even if it sounds good sometimes, we need to examine that and make sure it aligns with scripture. And if not, be able to speak the truth in love. And then we can turn around and ask those questions Mm -hmm. that will help provoke right thinking and clear thinking and that is if you're stating that we should all be inclusive right then how are we being inclusive by excluding christianity yeah and helping people see the fallacy in their arguments will help us be better communicators and be able to also realize they can't all be true they can all be false but they can't all be true yeah And if we're going to extend the truth as Christians, we can rightly think and we can rightly ask questions and draw out those fallacies to be able to extend and encourage truth in the public square and recognize in America, still for now, we have that religious freedom. Yeah. And we learn the truth in our Bible and uh, as we go to church and study the scripture with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so uh, that's what I encourage. How do we how do we begin to win this back? Be in your word, be in your church. I hope you'll do that this Sunday. And thanks for listening. <laughs>